Welcome to the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and today's episode is going to be launch related, but we're going to have to do a little work before we get there. So let me ask you a quick question about the work you've been doing this week so far. And really, it's what did you put on your plate to accomplish this week? Did you feel like it was full of a lot of different things? Did you feel like it was it's kind of a never-ending plate of stuff to do? If so, then you are so not alone. And I'll tell you that running a business does often feel like this never-ending to-do list. So one of the best things that we can do in our business, whether we are creating lead magnets or blog posts or we're launching or we're creating a new promotion is to repurpose some of the best things and activities and some of the most profitable things I've done in my business have been a result of the act of repurposing. Now, before I get into one specific example of that, just so you guys can walk away with something that really, that you can actually just sink your teeth into and do. That's my goal really these days is making sure that not just that I I can't create, I can't share these concepts with you and talk to you uh, about higher level strategy, but I want you to be able to walk away and do something, you know, because when it comes down to it, you're in your business, you're filling your plate, and I don't want you listening to this content and then not having anything to take action on. Granted, I don't want to make your plate overfilled, but I do want to give you valuable instruction while you're here taking time to hang out with me. So first of all, repurposing, just in case you have no idea what I'm talking about, is exactly what it sounds like. It's reusing, recycling, retooling, recreating, revising whatever exists exists in your business. And they this can this can range from everything from the content that you write in your blog posts to what you create into like a cheat sheet or some other type of free freemium lead magnet type of thing, you might you might be repurposing everything from your images and your social media. There's so many different things that you can repurpose in your business. You should get used to repurposing because once you start having systems in your business, the systems actually in a weird way are like the ultimate repurpose because you're repurposing a process. You're doing the process again and again and again. And repeating while something works is the way to go. Once you have a process, you can keep doing it and you save so much time, so much energy, and you have so much more brain space for coming up with these new things you wanna do for your business. That's actually why one of the reasons why people actually come to me if they need help with coaching. It's not just about the launch. Sometimes you don't even have enough space in your brain to think about the launch because you've got a blog post, a newsletter, a um, a, a blog, um, multiple things to produce every single week on and on and on and on. So I know this, and this is one of the reasons I am looking for new ways to repurpose so that not every single area in my business requires new stuff to be created. So I really hope you understand what I'm talking about here isn't just reusing, blindly reusing whatever. It's actually creating assets in your business. It's creating libraries of things to pull from. It's 
it's creating a library of images that you can pull from. It's creating a library of emails that you might pull from. It's creating a library of concepts you talk about and graphics. And you could like just go around and around and around and, and repeating becomes less of a thing where you feel bad about that because you can always bring people who have weren't around let's say three years ago when you started talking about launching or four years ago whatever it was now and bring them through that same journey other people did this is a mistake that I have made for a while I'm, I'm going to be totally open here because it's so easy to forget all the stuff that you have on your blog. You just take a quick gander at some of your older posts when you were first getting started, and there are so many updates that you can make. So you you learn so much through this through the the land, just like the journey of your business. I'm going to use the word landscape, but that doesn't make a sense. Um, it doesn't make a sense. Uh. <laughs> Um, yes, I'm silly. This is me. I get sidetracked by my own personal jokes. Anyways, so today I want to talk about one, since we talk about mostly launching here in my world, I'm always looking for ways to create assets for launches. And one of the first things I actually ask people to do when they work with me, when they're in fearless launching, is to make that list of assets. Because we often forget all the stuff that's already created. We forget we've already created what we need, the actual core ideas. We've already organized them. They just need to be brought in into the fold, maybe in a slightly different way. So one of those very important assets, I made the sample project of my weekly schedule email, which comes out on Sundays, every Sunday for the last, this is my fourth one. I'm loving it. And if you want to get just a weekly sample schedule of stuff to handle this week, if you literally have no idea what should be on your plate, or you just don't have any idea, or you just want someone to tell you what to do for a week, then hop on over to ansamoylove.com, sign up for any of the free resources there, and you will get it on Sundays. So this Sunday, I also talked about repurposing. Notice the crossover. <laughs> and, and in this one, my sample project was create my launch campaign emails, but they were for the customer. So my launch customer campaign emails. So I'm going to walk you through that right now, and hopefully you're going to be able to take some time. And if you know what I'm going to also do in the show notes, I'm going to post a copy of the weekly schedule for this week to help you also break down what you need to do. First, let's dive into your launch customer campaign. And when I say campaign, it's because it actually includes three different email sequences. There's the the second someone purchases, it's the purchase sequence. Then there's the actual product sequence. That could be if you have a course, if you have a program, if you have some sort of service, it's the during, okay? It's definitely the during. The, the purchase sequence is a very special opening sequence. It's what people get the second they give you money. The product sequence is kind of like your walking people through your content. And this is something you're going to need, whether you have an evergreen program or not. If you've got a program that's out there that people can buy whenever they want, you should also still, and it's, let's say it's all there. I know a lot of people who like to produce their content that way. They don't like to drip their content. It's just immediately available. 
That does not mean you're off the hook with walking them through the content and they, you will have so much more uh, excited and engaged students if you still choose to walk them through the content. So I highly recommend that, definitely. So you have that, you have those during the program sequence, whether it's live or not. And then number three, you have the post-delivery sequence. So let me talk through each, each type of sequence so you can get an idea of what those are. And all you have to do with this, all you need to get this done today, well, the first thing you need, let's just say to get the main content done, is Google Docs or whatever app or whatever program or whatever notebook you want. I say make it digital because it'll be easier to just copy and paste into your email marketing provider. But at the very beginning, all you need to do is create three Google Docs. One is your purchase sequence, one is your product sequence, and one is your post sequence. So in that first one, what do we have? We have the welcome, thanks for purchasing. You might Automat- it might auto-send them your, your shopping cart or some however they purchase and that transaction completes may automatically send them an invoice. My, I know Infusionsoft does that. I don't know what you're using, but most I think I've mostly always received some sort of invoice. Then you send them, they get redirected to a thank you page where it might just say, hey, welcome, stay tuned, blah, blah, blah. You might opt to send them directly to a registration page for the members area. I don't do that. I I actually do that later, but that might be something you want to do is get them right in there right away. Or you might have a setup where your membership site is integrated with your email marketing provider and all of that, and it automatically gives them a login and password. So you just have to find out what your system does. I'm going to tell you kind of my system. So I'm not going to keep giving you the caveats to that. I do want you to know that this is, this is, this is totally up to you. And probably in all honesty, I would rather have it completely automated because there, either way, honestly, there are going to be some technical problems. There always are. But this is not about those technical problems. That's what you want, the assets. So you welcome them, you give them a bunch of information, you give them dates, know what to expect, when are they going to hear from you next, and I always say give people something right away, gives people something to sink their teeth into right away, whether it's, it could be an audio, it could be a workbook, it could be access to the website, um, the, the members area, it's up to you. Now, for Fearless Launching, I have about three to four of those purchase sequence emails because depending on the, so- the length of my launch, I know some people are going to buy the first day and then they're going to be hanging out for two weeks. I don't want them to start kind of wondering what's going on. So I make sure that I try to give them value. I now have a quick start program that's there with some audios and some other instruction before the course gets started. So you choose what you want to do in that respect. But regardless, you want to create a sequence of emails, like maybe four emails at the most, and then that's it. So here's how I suggest setting those up. And it's pretty simple. I I wasn't going to get into the technical part of this, but I do want you to know that with this purchase sequence, you got to be okay with people potentially only receiving that first welcome email. So that is the most important one. The other two might just be reminders 
welcome. Here's how to get the most out of this course. And when you see the copy of the weekly schedule email that I sent, I give you some more ideas for what those emails might be. In fact, I'm just going to tell you what mine are. Okay. So it doesn't have to be crazy, but you can just pop those emails out. Those emails have not changed for two years. I may have changed a date in them. I may have removed something. I may have added something, but essentially they've stayed the same. I haven't had to reload them. I just go in, update a link and I'm done. So as you can see that piece of repurposing, that part of the sales process, I don't have to wonder, is it going to work? Okay. Reason one for the repurposing. You don't want to wonder, is this going to work? Are they going to get this email? Does this email work? Do people click on this? Once you have things rolling, you're going to definitely feel a lot less stress and strain about all the things that go into a launch. So the sooner you can get these taken care of, the better. Once the class starts, you're going to have a the product delivery or the delivery sequence. Now the delivery sequence, some people kind of pull the two together. I'm not going to say that they have to be three different sequences because actually it just occurred to me that Amy Porterfield, her programs are available right away. There's no dripping. Okay. So with, let's say her webinars that convert, she has, I think, an eight, I want to say it's like an eight-week series of emails, but at that first couple of weeks, she sends a few more than normal to make sure that people are engaged, make sure people know what they're doing, have their logins, are all set. It's the same idea. You have that period of time after the purchase where you want to make sure people are set. And you know what? Sometimes you're still going to get people who don't get the emails for whatever reason. It's the mysterious deliverability um, the deliverability mystery, which I cannot seem to solve. So there are a few people that just go into the black hole of Infusionsoft and never receive a thing. So let's say now you're into the course. And reg- like I said, regardless of if you have an evergreen program or you're delivering it live, what you want to do is have a couple emails every single week. So you have your this is what this week is all about email. And then maybe you have like a supporting email that provides another resource closer to the end of the week, kind of just to wrap things up. If you're doing the class live, well, somewhere in the middle of the week, you're going to say, hey, we have office hours tomorrow. Are you coming? Here's the link. And you might even have a reminder. Hey, it's happening this morning. Or hey, here's the reminder that here's the replay <laughs> or whatever. So go through each of the weeks of your class and ask yourself what emails, what things are you going to need to communicate to your customers and write those out. So I say pop in one, two, three emails during the week, two, two that are basically the most valuable. And then one might be an announcement because not everybody joins the Facebook group. And if you are a course creator, online course, or you're a coach, Even if you're a coach, I've seen some coaches have their own Facebook groups with all of their clients inside. And sometimes people are just like, yeah, I don't really want to join the group. I, you know, people are private about their business to some extent. And, you know, they're not signing on with you maybe as a coach to be part of a community. Other people love it. Um, And I think it just depends on the person. So because of that, you have to not only communicate inside your group, but you have to communicate in in the emails. And all these emails, like basically you're going to create a template for 
all of your office hours and all of your replays, which will be reused every single week. The other emails, again, the same thing with with Fearless Launching. I changed the content structure, I think about four cycles ago, two, no, only three cycles ago. And so what that means is I did go in and update the emails, but I didn't have to write them from scratch. I actually deleted a few. So that's what you got, that's what you got ahead of you. So if you can get these knocked out, they become your templates. And even if you don't have Infusionsoft, having these Google Docs is insanely helpful because I remember working with Laura Roeder and when we were doing Creating Fame, we would have our all of, we. Ha, I think we had another Google Doc with the Fame Camp emails in it as well. And each time around, we would proof them, go through to update any dates, and then kind of make sure that they were all updated inside Infusionsoft. So you can choose to do it whatever you way you want, but once they're written, they're written. Okay, so let's move on to the after the product delivery. So as you would, as you might guess, there's a few things you can do after. I do think there has to be a follow-up, and sometimes I, I didn't do it. I've, there's been a few fearless launchings where I didn't say a thing after. I was just like, you know, I'm good. Um, but I do think asking people for their feedback. But I think there is actually a way to do feedback throughout so that people remember how the the content helps them or how your course or your product or your service or your coaching has been helping them. I think that's super important too. So you just decide when you want to do this. I'm thinking you're going to send a final like, hey, this was awesome, but it's just the beginning. I'd love to get your feedback on this because I I do have a few more things I'd love to share with you, or this is the end. We're going to start doing monthly calls, whatever the case is. You want a wrap-up email that maybe gives an indication of that you want their feedback, and then another email might come like, like maybe you thank them for that feedback, and then... Also, just maybe hint that you will be offering them something else that they can do to keep keep you guys to keep working together. And that would probably end up being, you know, another offer, something maybe to work with you one-on-one, something maybe to do a mastermind. My, I guess it would be called an upsell, really. My upsell or my next thing to offer people was a small mastermind group. I think the mastermind group, I limited it to eight people maybe 10. I can't remember. But I I only did it a few different times because it just happened to coincide with summer. And for me, my daughter, our schedule, it just wasn't ideal. But I did love doing it. And pretty much I would just send an email to them right after. And it helps you avoid having to do like this public launch. And in fact, I never had to do a public launch of the launch lab because I was able to then work with those people. You also might want to schedule, and this is another thing too, just to keep in mind, you can have like a yearly, like kind of like a coaching drive if you, let's say, have students in a program. So remember where all those emails are. Right now, I'm actually organizing my own template library because I've, I've had a lot of successful email campaigns that I've also just not reused. And... I I have I was because I did I've done fearless launching for so long, you know, over time you get tired of your own emails, but the problem is 
if you, if you have a successful launch with a group of emails, then you want to stick to those. And so that's why I've really stuck to the emails that are even inside the program because when I go back to them, I'm like, well, what would I even change? This is fine. So this is just an example of how you can repurpose. And think about how many emails are involved in that. If you had to write them every single time or totally update them, that would be just way too much, right? So if you're curious and you want to read more about some ideas of like other emails you might write, head over to the show notes at ansamorelove.com. And if you go to the shop, there's even a free mini course that's all about writing your launch emails. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, yeah, that's nice, Anne, but my product isn't ready. No one's actually my customer yet, which is actually good. But there is another part to this whole email assets and the assets building and repurposing. And that is creating the emails that come before someone even decides to to purchase from you. So I highly recommend checking that out. They are uber obvious emails. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend. But I think I give you my approach to email marketing and I think you'll like it, especially if you're not the type of person who really digs like the hard sell. That's just not me. It's never going to be me. And I prefer connection as the way of, and val- bringing value to someone and making sure there's a good fit before any of that. And anyone in fearless launching will tell you, I swear, it's like my, my peeps come in there. My, my girls and my, my guys, some of, some of the guys who come in um, are definitely in my peeps zone. So that is all about that. So take on this sample project. And I have, I will also pop in, like I said, if you go to the show notes, you're going to see this week's weekly schedule email. And what I would say to do is if you've got the next couple of weeks, or even just spend this week, each day of the week outline. So like Monday out next week, outline those, those emails. Day two, write all those emails, knock those suckers out seriously. And then maybe day three, you review them. And then on day four, you load them up into your auto autoresponder as templates. If you can, I'm hoping you can. And oh my gosh, that is just so much work off your plate that can be reused again and again and again. Okay. I'm a little bit excited about this, so I should probably relax a second. I'm going to take a breath. But I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Fearless Launching Show. I hope that you take my advice and start building your own asset library. Repurposing isn't about just regurgitating what you've already put out there. It's revisiting it, creating opportunity for more people to actually see what you're doing, creating a library of these resources that are constantly evolving. And so even something that you might've created five years ago still is relevant because we know you've taken the time to go back in and just kind of bolster it from below. I'm getting, I'm getting all wacky now. I'm getting all wackadoodle. But the thing is, is that spend that time And now all you're doing is you're playing an update game. You're creating the new publication. You're creating the new version of it. And that's exciting too. You don't always have to create the new stuff. Okay. 
Have a, an amazing rest of your week. I am so looking forward to hearing from you guys. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you wrote your launch customer sequences. I want to hear all about them. And if you want, I might be willing to share some swipe files just so that you can see what I do. It's nothing... Um, nothing outlandish. I've basically told you everything that I do. And I think you should try it too, because building these assets will serve you down the line, just like building systems, just like, yeah, just start this piece of your library and then we'll move on to the next step. Okay. Have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Take care.